welcome to the Home Recuse Podcast. We are here today to do another one of our On Friendship episodes, and uh, we are talking about Love at First Dance, this 2018 film, and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Elisa is here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yes, uh, so uh, how have you, how have you been, have you been holding out? Have you been doing? It's um, been a crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy time. <laughs> it is. I mean, uh, with COVID and everything going on, it's uh, it's still stressful. My anxiety is high, but doing what I can to support people around me and take care of myself, and that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. And I've watched yeah. a lot of movies, and apparently I've been watching more than Rachel. So take that, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's been so impressive on your Facebook. I just look at it, I'm just like, wow, uh, that you've been you've been beating me 100. percent Have you been have you been streaming most of them, or have they just been films you've owned, or a mixture? Even when I've owned them, I've I've seen if they were streaming because um, I don't know if my DVD player works anymore. <laughs> and that, to kind of give you a sense of what's going on, it's a I want to watch movies. But I don't have the energy to check on my DVD player. <laughs> so everything has been streamed, and I, um, I'm i going to use air quotes, which listeners can't see, but um, I have access to Netflix, Hulu with HBO, Disney+, Plus, YouTube TV, and Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. some of them I've rented, a few of I've paid for, but most of them I've been able to watch through those services. Yeah. So, um, yeah. oh, and Apple TV Plus. <laughs> would you <laughs> would you say there's a a genre that you've been leaning towards? Since I I started watching a movie every night since uh, quarantine started back in March, and I, sometimes I watch multiple movies. But I have seen it more as like an escape or a way to relax at the end of the day after I was teaching classes and now that I'm in summer break, just yeah. a way to relax. And so I would say I've leaned more towards action movies or movies that I'm uh-huh. really comfortable with from the 80s that remind me of my childhood. Um, right. And I have done a lot more romance, which might be exciting oh. for you and the listeners because that's yeah. much more of Hallmarkie's <laughs> alley, so to speak. But I've watched a lot of new romance. Um, it's not usually the genre I would lean towards. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's something I have an issue with or anything like that. But I just watched Leap Year and About Time and Confessions of a Shopaholic. And... Oh, that movie was so disappointing. <laughs> I love the book. It wasn't, I didn't think it was very I good. I read the book. <laughs> I love Isla Fisher. She's just like a little... Oh sunshine so um, yeah. i was okay with it but yeah that's sort of it when i've been leaning to so if any hallmarkies out there have any movies to recommend or if rachel you would like to demand me to watch anything <laughs> um please let me know i have yes. a google doc where i'm listing everything that i've watched um movies tv and then i also have a special section for like docs like the Michael Jordan 30 by 30 or other things like that. Mm. And then I have a list of things that I want to watch. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So feel free to recommend keep Elisa busy Very this cool. summer. <laughs> Very good. 
Well, yeah. So this love at first dance, I I, I wanted you your opinion on it because I thought uh, I think it's kind of an interesting film in the world of Hallmark. This came out in 2018. It was written by our friend Nina Wyman, who was our first interview that we ever had oh, and has been cool. on our show five times and All right, is a writer. Nina. And we, yeah, we love her. She's awesome. And uh, I feel like, especially given a June Brides movie, uh, this one isn't really about... Uh, I mean, the lead character isn't the bride, so it's a yeah. little bit different in that, in that area. And... It's a tricky balance of uh, of when you have a romance where the two people, our two lead characters, are uh, with other people, or at least he is in this case, uh, and yet you don't you obviously don't want cheating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I I feel like they do a really good job in this of walking that line mm-hmm. and uh, and really respecting the the other woman character in a way that's not usually done with our ice queens of business like she's not an ice queen of business <laughs> she's in business and so just, the queen she's just not an yeah. ice queen <laughs> exactly and i i feel like it's it's just a really sweet lovely little movie um but i know it's one that's a little bit divisive so i'm, I'm curious i'll be curious to hear your thoughts and what you think about it and i just thought it would be an interesting one to talk about that it kind of has some some things to say and, and yeah. would be, uh, I feel like it's also pretty well made for a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's actually shot in New York city, at least mm-hmm. portions, <laughs> um, which gives it a, 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 a level of quality. I think that you don't typically Credible back- have like yes. New York city. You're literally in New York city or mm-hmm. it's as close as you can be. <laughs> so, Overall, what was your what was your overall take on the film? Did you like it? Not like it? What did you think? I I was somewhere in between. I think I really liked the main character Hope, and I I know that there was a lot going on with this particular story. I thought it was interesting that she left her previous partner Peter because it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I think that's an interesting aspect of it. Um, I don't think that is something I've seen in any of the Hallmark movies that I've seen where, like, the woman left or, like, because it wasn't right and that that was okay and her mom was supportive of it. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist in Hallmark. Friends, remember, Mm -hmm. I grew up watching Lifetime, and so (laughs) Rachel has been schooling me on Hallmark through On Friendship and the Christmas movie. So I'm I'm trying to play catch-up. So understand that. You're probably thinking of seven movies where you're like, Elisa, you need to see this. Well, please recommend. <laughs> but um, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. But And, and I like the playoff that she didn't get married. And here she is, always wanted to be someone on Broadway, either dancing or in this case, choreographer, mm-hmm. like being a choreographer. Um, but instead, she's teaching couples how to dance for their wedding. So... Here she is witnessing everyone's mm-hmm. weddings, but she didn't have her own, which I yeah. thought was an interesting take. And she just wasn't bitter about it or anything like that. Like it, mm-hmm. um, But I also thought what was interesting about it was that the decision that she had to make between owning a dance studio or going off to London for choreography, right? So yeah. I thought in terms of this movie, I was really focused on her and I realized mm-hmm. that Eric Gunderson and um, Adriana 
like are part of that and and we'll talk about that relationship but i really like the journey for hope herself mm -hmm. and I, yeah i do too i really like that her friend cassidy was there i just wish cassidy was there for more of the movie she was there mm -hmm. more at the beginning and but maybe not there for later decisions which i think mm -hmm. as decisions become more complicated and difficult for someone that is definitely when you would want to seek out a friend so that's that was probably my one of my critiques of it was like i want more cassidy because obviously yeah friendship but i really liked right hope's journey so what did you think rachel yeah i really like it i think it's really good i like the fact that she's not asked to choose between a man yeah. and her career she's asked to pick between something that's good which is running the studio. That's a good choice. Mm -hmm. but, but between something that's a little bit braver, but also good. Yeah. And uh, so doing the choreography and trying that out. Yeah. And I, I thought that was definitely something that, you know, we can all relate to when you have moments that, that I think, feel like barely, rarely in life do you, are you deciding between something that's like horrible <laughs> and something that's, that's great, you know, that you're it's most easy. of the time you're making a decision between... Yeah, most of the time you're making a decision between, uh, you know, like gradations of what yeah. you want to do, what's the right fit for you, uh, and, uh, and and you know trying things out. And I I compare it. There's a movie called "Tis the Season of Love," also written by Nina, which oh, was shoot, years Nina. ago. Yeah, <laughs> I know, <laughs> which is a good movie. But in that movie, I I, I can't agree. I didn't like the ending of the movie. Spoiler alert, I guess. But uh, she she goes back to... She, she has this dream of being on Broadway. She's auditioning on Broadway. She wants to be on Broadway. She goes home and she you know, she meets the, the ex uh, at, at home. She realizes that she can make this difference being a teacher. And she ends up getting the part that she wanted, her dream role, on Broadway... And she decides to leave Broadway and go back home. What? And no. I, I didn't like that. Like, I, yeah, it bothered me. Do you see me? I'm like, no, I hate that. I don't like that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I hate it. It's just for, it, it, it's like, and I'm a teacher, so I'm already like, no, don't go do teaching. But I, yeah. what I mean is you can do that Broadway role. And then when you're done and you have that experience, you can you can then teach right you can do both maybe not at the same time but unless it's something that truly doesn't work why not do the role on broadway if that's always been your dream and i really see like the decisions that hope is making is something that a lot of people probably make earlier in life to start out with and that might be how you decide what college to go to right if someone mm -hmm. is attending college like do I go to the one that's in my hometown and I have a full scholarship? Do I go to the one that's two hours away and I have half a scholarship? Do I go to the one that's across the country? You know, it's it's one of those things like we make those decisions a lot, like with jobs or with school. And, and I do think like I saw that as very realistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I think the, the idea was, oh, well, she has this new dream. She has this new idea that supplanted her previous dream. Yeah. But I think I would have liked it if she... Because it's not like it's something that is forever. Yeah. That she's always going to have be in this Broadway play for the rest of her life. Yeah. So why not finish it out 
do the do the old dream and then go on to the new dream. Exactly. You uh, can but, do both. You're in charge yeah. of your life. Make it happen. And so I just liked <laughs> this so much better. Yeah. Where here she's she is presented these two different opportunities. She can be brave or she can be a little bit more safe, but still good. Yeah. Still doing something good with her life. And uh and I, I really liked also we'll talk We'll talk further on. There were some other elements in the movie that I yeah. really thought were well done. Yeah. And uh, overall, and I kind of like the fact that this movie is barely a romance. Like, yeah. it is the beginning to get them to that spot where they're starting their yeah. romance. Yeah. And so the ending is really a beginning. And I think it would be a great movie to get a, uh, a sequel to. Oh, absolutely. I, I would like just... to see what happens. Like, yeah. I liked it enough to, I'm invested to... To, I think my my stuff is minor. Like obviously, I'm yeah. gonna see more Cassidy, and then I kind of I had some issues with a couple, but yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, so yes, so it starts out where she's helping these brides to get ready for their dance. She works at the studio, kind of setting her up as this this dancer in New York City, and uh, we find out that she had the dream to be a uh, choreographer, uh, and that her friend is uh, is d- dancing in a Broadway play for the mm-hmm. first time. Very excited, she goes to the uh, to the theater, uh, but they don't want to let her in at first. And now Mater's character is there, and he's engaged to Adriana, and uh, he basically uh, he basically says, you know, I'm. I'm verifiable. I'm, you know, somebody that uh, I should be able to get into the show. And he, he, they have this kind of little, little tiff, this little, like, you can't let him go and not let me go. We're both equally verifiable. (laughs) Well, I loved it because he just assumed that he can drop his name or whatever and get in. And the guy is saying to her, but you have to be on the list. Well, clearly not everyone has to be on the list to get backstage to congratulate people have just completed this Broadway show and he can just get in there. So I was like, I already was liking hope before that, but that really sealed the deal for me. I was like, let him know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to treat me the same way that you treat him. We're both not on that list. We're both just because he has a fancy name. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. She's like, and I was here first. (laughs) Right. You're not going to cut me in this line. This guy's going to go find my friend Cassidy and, and you're going to get on your little do-do-do, like, walkie-talkie. You're going to find out that I can be verified to be in backstage. And then you can deal with yeah. it. So. <laughs> so she says later on that uh, when the thing you love most in your life is your constant source of rejection, it's time to reassess. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being disappointed. And, you know, that's an interesting thing because... The fact is, is there's only so many singers, dancers, whatever, that the world can support. And you watch something like American Idol, let's say, and it's just like, there's just too many people who want to be singers. Yeah. There's not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, and, and amazingly talented, and there's amazingly talented people who aren't going to get the shot they deserve. Yeah. And at what point do those people say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take a different path. Yeah. Uh, because not everybody gets to live their dream, and that is true. Yeah, and 
And one of the things, obviously, with, like, an American Idol or something like that is that they bring in everybody who's been told by their family and all that that they're good singers. And yeah. Then, and then they have to be told by the judges that they're not, and that's horrible. Um, I also like the voice, though, because they bring in people who they're, like, invited to come, right? So all these yeah. people can sing. But one of the things about it is the person could be 50 years old, and... And so it really mm-hmm. goes, okay, Hope, you've been disappointed. You've been told we're going in a different direction, right? Like that's the classic rejection line in that industry, right? We've gone in a different direction. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, right. it gets exhausting. But then when opportunities come up, like if you're 20, 30, 40, a lot of them are like 15. When you get the opportunity to go on The Voice, you do it because when are you going to have another opportunity? And I'm kind of yeah. comparing The Voice to her opportunity to yeah. to the better of the two decisions that she makes. Because <laughs> even if you take out the people who aren't good enough, if yeah. you just have the people who yeah. are amazing, still not you still up. have more. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you still have more than what what there are roles out there. Yeah. I mean, that's the sad truth. And so many, many people, I think, could probably relate to what Hope is saying here, uh, that you, know, you reach a point where you say, okay, when, when do I need to take a different path? When do I... Uh, but it's it, it, it's a tricky. I mean, I'm not a uh, I'm not a person in the arts kind of yeah. thing, but I have my own sort of creative thing that I produce, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there is sometimes where you're just like, it, it can be frustrating when you put so much work and thought into something, and it feels like it's not. You're just not able to get to that next level. I mean, I've been very, very blessed to be able to get to that level with the Hallmarks podcast. So blessed. But I don't know. I know that frustration. And there are times when it's just like, should I just forget it? Yeah. And just move on? Would I be happier than fighting the fight? Fighting the fight? And I think that she's just tired of fighting the fight. And and so that's kind of where she's at right now. But But, she also might uh, not have had the right opportunity come to her yet you know and so yeah one of those things like yeah protect yourself but also recognize that if you meet a choreographer or you're introduced to choreographer backstage once you get let in uh before eric gunderson Mm -hmm. (laughs) that if you meet someone who's like send me your resume well you could say well i have the studio i'll send it in and know that you're in the studio so if they go in a different direction then you know the studio is right for you right and if they get a call back then why not hear it out Right, you never know. Yeah. So let's talk about Adriana and and Ethan. Is it Ethan or Eric? I'd I think it, it was Ethan. I thought it was Eric. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Eric, you're right, Eric. Sorry, I I'm I always just like the name in the movie, but I remember the name. <laughs> <of the> guy. <laughs> I'm always just like it's now later. I don't remember. <laughs> it starts with an E. <laughs> Who, by the way, so embarrassing. We had him on, and I literally about 30 seconds before we started the interview, I said, oh, your name is pronounced Nile Mater, right? Yeah. And he's like, yes, that's the right pronunciation. And then we start, and my quarantine brain says, <laughs> thanks for coming down the podcast, Nile Matter. Uh, you're like, like, no. You literally just told me 30 seconds ago. You're like, I was so embarrassed. Connect. Uh, you're like, you start over, sorry. Well, and I would have started over, but 
I actually left it in because I felt like it kind of broke the ice in a weird way. Yeah, and yeah. so I felt like it kind of was funny and, but it was embarrassing. And, uh, <laughs> I was just like, what is wrong with me? Uh, but, but basically, so they, you got the impression that, uh, Eric and Adriana have grown up together. They, uh, and they have both, uh, become heads of this business, family business, she has been almost like co-opted as a member of adopted as a member of the family. Yeah. It seems like to me. And so it's one of those relationships where it was just sort of natural almost to get engaged. Yeah. Like that was the natural next step. And or not even natural, uh, it's just expected by everyone. Because, yeah. By everybody yeah. involved. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what I liked about Adriana as I already said, is that she wasn't the ice queen of business. Like, she was a rare woman of business, and especially one of these films, that actually, like, loved her job. Yeah. That was awesome at her job and yeah. really good at it. But and not shamed for doing so. And still interested in her relationship and things like that. And, and mm -hmm. yeah. So, absolutely. That's what I really liked about her. And I, I thought that, yeah, I mean, they have this tricky balance of to try to write this so that you weren't super angry at him. So she had to be sort of disengaged enough, but also not interested enough in hope to make it feel like cheating. That was a, it was a hard dynamic for them to pull off. Yeah, um, and, and I think one of the things that you typically see is something like that would be Adriana would be threatened by hope and that never happened. And so, yes, and so I think that true. plays an important role in that line that they're walking in this particular movie because mm -hmm. I think if Adriana, there was some component of the story where she was jealous um, or concerned about hope, then it, everything that followed would seem inappropriate. And so um, I think that people tend to rely on and, and go to that sort of trope of well, if there's a, a, another woman, immediately it's a problem. Or there's another man, it's immediately a problem. It's like, this woman's going to help us dance. And that's what she did, right? Yeah. And and so I thought that was critical um, to not seeing it as you're talking about, not wanting to move into the cheating aspect. I think that was a critical aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Nina yeah. to not throwing down the jealousy trope. So kudos. Right. <laughs> Yes, and so he is going to need two to three lessons a week. Because he, he is a dance. bad dancer. <laughs> Holy cow. No two to three lessons a week. And Adriana is too busy, so he's just going to take the lessons. And uh, he is, uh, is just struggling. He feels kind of empty. He's not connecting with Adriana the way he wants to. And it turns out he wants to invest in a play yeah. and uh, and take that risk, but people don't want him to. Uh, he, uh, he says uh, from the start that, uh, that he doesn't want to be one of those sort of Wall Street guys. And she says, Hope says, I had you pegged as a Wall Street guy. And, and then she says, judge a book by its cover and you might miss out on a good, uh, on it on a good story. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. Uh, and, uh, she says that he, uh, he, he's most worried. 
he he's most worried about looking like an idiot because I guess he had this cotillion <laughs> that was a total disaster. Yeah, <laughs> and it was on. Yeah. He did it in front of people, so everyone knows, and they don't want him to embarrass anyone else ever again. <laughs> yeah, and they get this guy Gavin, uh, that's uh, a associate of Adriana's that they're working together. They they kind of present him, but evidently they were going to make him her kind of fallback guy. Oh, of you know what I mean? So she had like a softer place to 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 fall, yeah. so she didn't end up with nobody. But I guess they got cut for time. Oh. That Gavin guy. I didn't. I didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I don't know. So you, that's why you end up seeing this this Jason Cermak guy in a couple of scenes uh, that uh, he's sort of supposed to be more of her kind of situation, and whereas the now made character is on a different path. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, did you like that, that it was filmed in New York City? Do you think that made a difference? I do, I think, because if they're going to be in charge of some major corporation, that's what I would think of. To me, it has to be filmed in in a larger city. Um, I think, like, in New York City, there would definitely be a place and a person that helps couples dance for their weddings. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah. I think, like, all of that makes sense, and with the Broadway, it had to be, right? She wants to be a Broadway choreographer, he wants to invest in a play, um, that's not happening in North Carolina, no offense, right? Maybe it is, but not mm-hmm. to the degree that it would in right. the Big Apple, right? And so I think to really provide that support to the dance line of it, the storyline, but also the business side of it, I think it was crucial. Um, but what I thought mm-hmm. was interesting is that they both have these dreams. Hers have been sort of shot down, and his are by the actual people, right? So she's been rejected. We're going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. He's rejected, essentially, by everyone around them. Not that he's a voice that it's just been clear probably his entire life that he's going to be working in this business because it's the family business for the rest of his life. So it really Mm -hmm. shoots down this idea of him having any dreams beyond that. And this is a world away from Hallmarkies, but it it really, (laughs) there's a TV show on HBO called Succession and um, Mm -hmm. family business door situation. I got some vibes there, but it is completely, I don't know if folks listening would be on board with Succession. It's very... (laughs) different but i make the point because it is the family business and it's sort of like what everyone's a part of and so there's these expectations much like the relationship with adriana it feels like there's no other option like this is just what you do you grew up together and you get married and you're going to run this business together and that's just the way it's going to be without thinking about what people are actually interested in who they might be interested in um, and it just seems like they're just going along this path without really, like, for both of them. She loves her job, but how is she into the relationship, right? And mm-hmm. he wants to do these things. How much is he into the relationship? How much is he into the business? And a lot of times mm-hmm. people aren't asked those questions. It's just assumed they are supposed to do these things. And I think... Yeah, and they have those... Con- yeah. I was just going to say in particular... Sorry. No, you're fine. 
I was just going to say, in particular, like, with the New York City background, and maybe, you know, growing up in Michigan, this might be stereotypical, but these high society families that have, maybe I've watched too much Sex in the City, too, these high society (laughs) families that have, you know, they're going to have their announcement in these big papers and on page six, and they're going to, everyone's going to be there. They want to have a small wedding, but the mothers want this huge Mm -hmm. wedding because, it's for the clients and the clients are our family and friends. And so it, mm-hmm. I just felt like New York supported all those aspects of yeah. the story. Yeah. And I think if they had done Vancouver as New York, which is what they usually do in yeah. homework movies, I don't know. It just wouldn't have been as good. It just wouldn't have, you don't have those long walks where you can see the Brooklyn bridge in yeah. the background. Like Absolutely. it just adds a layer of quality to the film mm-hmm. uh, that makes it more authentic. And I mean, yeah, it is kind of, it is definitely first world problems oh, for yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, he's like, which, which job do I want to take? The one that has a little bit of a risk or the one that's like a guaranteed paycheck? Well, and like, he also, I know some people, He's a Gunderson. He tried to throw that name down at the Broadway show to get in when his name right. wasn't on the list. And I do think he, I mean, his family, it seems like they have lots of money, like judging by his yeah. car and, you know, things like that. So I think he was fine. And I think he enjoyed some of that. But I also think even though he might have enjoyed some of that, I mean, he also grew up with it. So what else does he mm-hmm. know? But he does. Well, and just because you have first world. Yeah. And just because you have first world problems doesn't mean they're not like problems. And and he deserves to. (laughs) And if he can actually like help people uh, more by doing the, uh, the the creative arts division, like why not? Why not do it? And, and uh, so I don't know. It's an interesting thing. Uh, It's a different dynamic than you typically see in these Hallmark because usually they're the bad man of business. Oh yeah, uh, you know is the is the yeah. villain is the other man is the kind of thing. And, yeah. Uh, and here you have like a little bit more subtlety, I think, going on. Well, and, he was you know, the he... bad man of business standing outside the Broadway show, but then when she had <laughs> yeah. her first meeting, like meeting with him after that, she realized he was much different than what she. Yeah, you don't had don't thought. judge a. You, you miss a good story yeah. if you judge a book by its cover. You miss a good story. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, he's terrible at dancing. He, especially <laughs> especially with Adriana, which says something. Like, yeah. when he's with Hope, he's he's not as nervous, and uh, he's able to dance better. And uh, she takes him to the uh, um, to a wedding of her clients, and she tells him, you know, watch everyone uh, watching the dance and she said not a single person cares about the performance. They could care about the dance. And, uh, so you have to let what other people think go. Once we focus on true love, then everything else falls into place. Yeah. And I think, and, I think that was an important lesson for him. Even if this story ended differently, that was an important lesson mm-hmm. for him because he grew up in a family where appearances are everything. And, and that puts right. on a lot of pressure, which probably makes it difficult. And Hope points out later in the movie that that when he's dancing with her, it's easier because there's no pressure. Because mm-hmm. she's not the one that he's engaged to. It's not this wedding that has to be on show for clients. It's not... Like, he has mm-hmm. all these pressures from this particular family that's in the public eye. And so 
I think that's also a sign that like maybe that's not for him, right? Or maybe that Adriana is not for him, or he's not. For mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yeah, you even have that scene with the the two moms who I think they were supposed to be kind of comic relief. I don't know if you <laughs> kind of felt that way or I found them to the... be too much. Like it made me go too ah, much. Elope. <laughs> I was like, that's too much pressure. Uh, They're flying in napkin rings from a different country. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's too much. It's too much. But, uh, I mean, yeah. people want to put in time to their weddings. That's great. I'm not judging that. But it felt like Adriana and Eric didn't have any decisions to be made about their weddings. They were all being made by their moms because, yeah. again, it's appearances matter. Yeah, and there's that whole scene when they're doing the photos of them dancing, (laughs) and it's just getting more and more awkward, more and more awkward, and Hope ends up going with him to get the, uh, pick out the flowers, and uh, he tells her he wants to do something transformative, and uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough, you know, situation, and he he ends up holding her, holding the cat, and he says, "Why don't you hold your partner the same way you hold a cat?" I thought they, that would particularly ring true to you. Absolutely, <laughs> you have to, you have to get in there. You gotta hold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny that I could outright that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was great. I, think, I chuckled, yeah. and then I looked at my cats, and I was like, "Yes, hold them." Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is the most romantic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's the most romantic connection I've had is me and Rooney dancing in the kitchen. I do pick up my cat. They hate it. <laughs> so, uh, so I think that the whole scene uh, in the pond in Central Park is one of the best scenes of the movie. Uh, she's trying to get him to get out of himself and to not worry what other people are thinking, mm-hmm. you know, watching them in the water and to just kind of relax. Uh, and I don't know. What did you think of that? Well, so, again, growing up watching Lifetime, you know, that would not have been how the scene would have gone if it was a Lifetime movie, <laughs> for sure. But I have to say that that was a really neat moment for a lot of reasons. One, we've mentioned a lot about the New York background, I think that was critical for a scene like this when they're walking through like Central Park and then just going into a pond, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think that's really important. The second thing, it goes back to all this pressure he's having. He needs to be able to sort of get loose and let go. And I think she did that in a really neat way. And it wasn't like they were in there forever. So it wasn't like some long thing, but it was enough to make the point that she was trying to mm-hmm. make of, and it wasn't just, oh, you need to let go, but it was also sort of, he didn't, doesn't have any rhythm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but I feel like dancing hard, you know? I mean, yeah. I say whatever you want when the music comes on, but I know there's a different sort of expectation when people want to see you do a waltz at a wedding, okay? But, like, mm-hmm. when the music comes on and you're in the club or in your kitchen, you do you. Whatever comes to you, that's fine. But I like how, like, bringing him into the water, like, take off your shoes, roll up your pants, and feel, like, the ebb and flow of the water, I thought was really cool. So I thought there are a lot of important things that happened in that scene that made it really great for the story that I really enjoyed. And, Mm -hmm. again, I, I don't think that that scene, like, 
I feel like now that I'm I'm being schooled in Hallmark movies, I can anticipate <laughs> that Hope and Eric are gonna get together, and I'm okay with that. That's sure. part of the fun. How do we get to that though? What are what scenes? What things are they gonna do? What's the what's the way the cute way they're gonna meet? What's the mm -hmm. first kiss going to be like? What You know, these are sort of things that I'm learning, right? And I thought this scene was important to the movie without being, um, like, in your face about perhaps that they're better for each other. Again, going back right. to this idea that there was never any sort of, like, pursuing of each other. It was nothing but I'm trying to help you out. It is my job. It is kind um, to do so. Um, I'm trying to help you with more than dancing because that's part of my job and it's time to do so. And we're getting to know each other and we're enjoying being around each other. But it never felt like overtly romantic in a way where it felt like this was inappropriate to Adriana. And and I thought yeah. this scene was important to all of those. So to yeah. me, it's, so they have, it's not just the best they... scene, it's the most important scene, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and they she talks about them having that ebb and flow, mm -hmm. and him him being able to because it's it's a it's an important thing because it's a very public thing, but it's also a very intimate thing, mm -hmm. and that's what she's trying to get him to do for his dance yeah. is doing something that's both public and intimate at the same time. Yep. So and and it, and then only a few scenes later, he tries to get Adriana to go into the pond, and she's not. She's not. She's, she's not like, interested in that at all. Is everyone here? <laughs> you want me to go yeah. into the water? And it's like, okay, sometimes timing is a thing. It's like, you know, read the room. We're on our way to something important. We don't have time for this. Or right. I'm in my most important interview outfit, and I'm on my way to the interview. Bad timing, right? But right. Saturday afternoon cash, I think, is fine. But so sometimes that's yeah. not going to work. But I felt like she wasn't like, this is a bad moment. I think Adriana was saying, that's a bad idea. I would never do that. And so I think right. that was, he was looking for that, that connection that he had or that that was something that changed him or he started to think about things in a new way. And he wanted to have that moment with Adriana. And she was like, no, thanks. I'm never getting it apart. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, and, and she talks, like, and it's probably illegal. <laughs> right. Yeah, and he talks to his dad, and his dad says, this is our place in the world. I've had to do my legacy as my father gave to me. And uh, so that's, I mean, it's an interesting thing. His place. Yeah. And is he going to, you know, is he going to buck that tradition, or is he not? And uh, sometimes it's really nice to know we have a place in the world yeah. uh but then other times that can be confining yeah but he um he takes her to go pick out the band or test out the band yeah. and they have crazy love yeah. Mike Moule playing so they, like, they spent the money yeah i was thinking of <laughs> you in my head i was like oh snap the budget for the music was high on this one i remember these conversations with you rachel you are in my head when i'm watching because I was like, oh, this is a good song for right now, too. I was like, good choice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then Adriana, Miss Adriana misses the cake testing and the rehearsal. Uh, and because she has this client that she wants to meet with. And this is also when Hope decides to not buy the studio. 
Uh, and so she, because uh, she's doing the choreography test, try out, audition, whatever you want to call it. And so she's going to you know, give this a go, going to try. And that's also, then they have the whole scene where they walk uh, along the Brooklyn Bridge. And I, I just thought that was so nice yeah. and so well done. And uh, did you feel like they had chemistry? I do. These two actors? I, I do, but I think that mm-hmm. the way that the story was written really allowed that to be a platonic friendship until it became mm-hmm. more obvious template. Yeah. And so Yeah, I think, I think they had that underlying chemistry which helped that they that I think it helped them to sell this platonic relationship because yeah. you kind of felt that under the they didn't have to be obtuse and outright about it because it was there under the surface and you felt it. But you also and, see Adriana pulling away in some ways because she's missing all these appointments and when she asks mm-hmm. Eric about it, he says, you choose what's most important to you, which is either him and this dance or the client. And she chooses the client. So that's not to shame her in this situation. It's just what is more important to her. And I don't think anyone who doesn't feel right with each other should be married. <laughs> so, so like, yeah. like I, that's not to say like, oh, that was inappropriate on Adriana's part. It's like, no, she loves her job and this is important to her. And I think that from the get go to me, like they almost seemed like, and I have to be honest, that first scene when they're introducing that Eric and Adriana are taking over the business. At first I thought they were brother and sister. <laughs> Yeah. And so, like, they're getting married because, and it's not saying that a couple can't be a couple and then also be professional or that sort of thing, but it just felt like they were just always forced together and, and they made it work and, and they believed that it was good for both of them. And then over time, as they start to take over the business, they realize that's not the case. So I think that in conjunction with the chemistry of Hope and Eric, lends into this idea that Eric, much like Hope, um, shouldn't be with that partner. So Hope left Peter. Um, she didn't marry him. And, and that would also end up being the case for Eric and Adrian. You know? And so yeah. I think like that was in play as well. Yeah. And so he decides that he's going to do the play. His dad tries to tell him, oh, give it a year uh, don't, you know, don't do this. And I mean, who knew that brokerage firms were so, <laughs> so, uh, All I know about I guess. business is, um, <laughs> succession and, <laughs> no, whatever TV shows I watch about business, all of it's stereotypical. I'm sorry, friends. I watch a lot of television. <laughs> uh, so she ends up getting the choreography job, which is so exciting. Yeah, and, it's in London. Uh, I want to go to yes. London. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they decide, oh, we're just going to cancel the dance because it's too, it's not, you're not, we're not looking to each other's eyes. It's not working. Um, But he sits down with Adriana and he says, hey, they say, I know why there's a disconnect. We don't want the same things. And I thought that this breakup was written so well. Mm -hmm. I thought she did, Nina did such a good job. Of really, like, these are two people who love each other, yeah. who respect each other, who are going to be in each other's lives in the future. This is not, I don't know, I just thought it was very, like, as loving and as kind as a breakup could be written. 
Yeah, and one of the things that sticks out to me is, so when I talk about relationships in my classes and we talk about breakups, there's obviously a lot of different ways that they can happen. You know, one of the ones that we hear about in the media is ghosting, where you just, like, stop talking to them. That would be pretty disrespectful for people who were engaged. If you're talking to someone via (laughs) text for, like, four days, maybe not that big of a deal in comparison. But one of the things that we talk about is whether or not people who break up will be friends with each other after a breakup. And I could see Eric and Adriana being friends after the breakup and here's why Mm -hmm. um if we're friends before we start dating and then we break up we're more likely to be friends after right the other Mm -hmm. thing is the way in which the breakup happens (laughs) right yeah so if you get ghosted you're probably not gonna be like hey let's hang (laughs) let's 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 be friends like no you're like that's rude you ghosted me but have it sitting down and having a conversation and being like this isn't gonna work So what I like about that, and the reason why I bring this up, is because it's an on-friendship episode, and this is the first time I think I've seen a couple that was together that didn't work out, that you could truly see them moving forward as friends. That I saw Hope and Eric as friends until I didn't. That Adriana and Eric became friends, right? Like, there was lots of friendships. The one thing, again, I was missing... I think Cassidy should have been there more and one of the things that Mm. I also think that I sort of noticed in movies and again being newer to Hallmark people can correct me if I'm wrong but you don't always see everyone having friends so where was Adriana's friends where was Eric's Mm -hmm. friends right you see Cassidy yeah I I think and and there's a lot going on like yeah (laughs) I think that that Gavin guy was supposed to be kind of, like I said, her sort of place to fall. Yeah. Like yeah. her, the person who's more aligned with her. Yeah. But because they got cut for time. Yeah. Uh, they, they didn't end up doing that. But, but yeah, no, I think that's fair. And I, I just, I like the fact that uh, this was so loving and it was so obvious that it was not about hope at all. Like, yeah, absolutely. She, wasn't she was in this never a threat. She was mm-hmm. never a threat. And, yeah. Uh, but I do have to say, I would love to see some more uh, friendship montage scenes at the very least in Hallmark movies. You know, the montage scenes, I mean, mm-hmm. is something like where Hope and Cassidy are talking about something while they're eating, and then they cut to, like, yeah. Eric talking about something with his friends, you know, mm-hmm. where you have, like, a quick scene where everything's going on. That's where we can start. Doesn't mm-hmm. take up too much time. It illustrates mm-hmm. that friends are important when we're going through difficult yeah. times and making big decisions about staying with the business or investing mm-hmm. in plays, uh, staying with the dance mm-hmm. studio or going to London to choreo- you know, do choreography. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people say, you know, I talked to my partner about that, but no one had necessarily that final partner, if you will. Like, okay, the partners mm-hmm. we see are Adriana and, and Eric, and they have that conversation at the end, right? Um, but people who aren't in relationships are probably more likely to rely on their friendships. People in relationships are still likely to rely on their friends. So if Palmer could start with maybe just even like, you know, appease Elisa with yeah. like a two minute montage scene, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it would that be. That would be really fun. Because I want to see more and... of guys' friendships though too, right? Like, yeah. um, I think that's pretty important to see. Like, how does yeah. Eric Gunderson work through his life? Um, or Yeah, it would have been nice if he had had 
a uh, like a Dave Chappelle character to the Tom Hanks and You've Got Mail. You know where you oh, have Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot the character. Dave was... Well, usually yeah. there is some sort of friend. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So very very true. And so then it's uh, she's in London. She's doing the show. He's gotten his play. I they don't. I don't know if they actually said how long it's been. Yeah. Um. But nevertheless, she thinks that he's gotten married. Uh. And uh, he shows up there, and they're 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 going to be putting on the play in London, and they've they've uh, started a whole division of creative arts uh, for Gunderson. So this is very exciting, and they have the last the the dance. And uh, it's the beginning of their relationship, yeah. and I I don't know I really like that, and uh, I, I I just think that this is a really good little romantic movie, uh, and I think that the stars have chemistry, and I think it's really well made for a Hallmark movie, mm-hmm. and uh, so I really enjoyed it. And I forgot uh, one important so. thing though, that by mm-hmm. the end he could dance. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's true. <laughs> so that end scene, I think, is critical because he's most comfortable dancing with Hope, and you see it. <laughs> yeah. And so I was that's like, true. yes, he finally figured it out. As someone who loves <laughs> dancing, um, you know, I just, that's what I told Rachel. She was like, how about we watch this movie? And I was like, it's a dance movie. You're on. Love it. <laughs> I love dancing, so I'm always like, oh no, this is embarrassing, you know, oh, it's going to be cotillion all over again, but he proved himself in the last scene, so I yeah. thought the end scene was top-notch in that sense, but overall, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I do think um, that there was missed opportunities for some other friendship when it started out so positively with Cassidy um, being a, a major part of everything that was happening, Right that they had something mm-hmm. in common. She was a dancer. She was a choreographer. Cassidy is the one that introduced Hope to the choreographer that would be working in London. Like, so Cassidy started off as a really important part of the story. And so that was mainly for me. Since we're watching this for On Friendship, if this was for Christmas movies, I wouldn't, you know, bring it up. But <laughs> mm-hmm. right. as the yeah. friendship person here, I just have to say... I wanted more Cassidy, um, but overall, I enjoyed it. I want to see more dance movies, uh, movies that focus on dancing um, for Hallmark, and if they exist, I need the, the titles. Because <laughs> I remember the last dance scene that we spent probably five to ten minutes talking about. What is our top movie that we've watched together um, with Jesse Metcalf? Um Oh, Country Wedding. Yes. See, I can never remember the titles. I... Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But there was a great dance scene in that movie that really advanced their relationship. Dance brings people together, so I want more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. More, more dance, more dance movies. Yes. More subtle movies about about relationships that uh, you don't have this, like, stark bad man of business and, yes. and this... Uh, the perfect uh, hometown hunk that can be fun too. Yeah. But I, don't know, I just really I felt like all of these characters are pretty realistic yeah. and could actually happen, and this relationship could actually happen, and 
I don't know. That, that's that, I think that's my favorite part about it. Yeah, so I, I'd probably give this. Oh, it's a good reminder too that men and women can have friendships that are not romantic based, and and in this case they do end up together, but that was never the focus. It just it, yeah. it naturally happened versus being like immediately them being into each other and looking and and, and staring and you know all that kind of stuff that might come with it. So mm-hmm. so I, I like yeah. that about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably give it a four out of five crowns. I probably, even though your words might have been more positive than mine, (laughs) quantitatively, I would score it in the same fashion. (laughs) Yeah, very good. Very good. All right. Well, thanks so much. Let us know what you think about this movie. We'd love to hear your thoughts uh, and what you think of what we had to say about, uh, about friendship and and relationships and all that fun stuff. And, and, and maybe if you've had a, a good breakup uh, story <laughs> that you want to tell us about, uh, yes. we'd love to hear it too. So Send put those. it in the let's comment do, section. Let's do a whole episode on breakup. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Yeah. yeah. So put it on Twitter or in the comment section. We'd love to hear it. And uh, Elisa, where can people find you? Yes, this is important because I'm going to need you to send me movies to watch to make my quarantine yes. viewing list longer than Rachel's could ever be. <laughs> but I, I can be found on my personal Twitter is Dr. Lisa Lucas and then Best Forever's Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. Make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We also have our patron group, which is only $2 a month to join. And we have so much fun there and we really appreciate that support. We also have uh, our merch store, which has all kinds of Homeworkies inspired merch. So please check that out as well. All that information will be in the description section. So thanks again. And uh, we hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all safe. And, uh, We'll talk to you all next month. Let us know if you have any ideas for On Friendship. Bye!